It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Leo Sayer. What is this song now? The Gypsy Woman. <laughs> Megan, it's time to watch The Muppets. Oh my god, we watched it. And I took notes, and I watched this morning. So when you watched it, did you did you watch the whole opener also? Of course, because I, it's season three, and I forgot to watch it this the first time. Yeah. So I was like, did I miss anything in season three opener? So they cut to the audience saying, why don't you get it started? Why don't you get it started? Yeah, they did now. do that. But I, I didn't notice that they didn't do that before, to be honest. And then you. Statler and Waldorf... Cut two for too, their yeah. joke, yeah. Which I liked very much, actually. And I felt like George the janitor. You really see him in the opener, and I don't know if he could before either, but like now you can. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely stuck around in the opening at the very least. Wait, does Gonzo still blow a horn or something? Yes. Oh, okay. This is one of my favorite horn. How come I don't remember it? Horn bits. So the cold open. Leo Sayer tells the audience that he doesn't believe he really is on the Muppet Show. I don't really believe that this is the Muppet Show. It's so quiet in here; you can almost hear a pin drop. Strike! Now I believe it's the Muppet Show. I love this. Can I tell you my note for this immediately? Mm -hmm. Okay, 80s hair, 80s jacket. Like, incredibly 80s. Yeah. When we get to, like, his songs, I didn't know those were his songs. I thought that that first song, like, what was it? His voice. You make me feel like dancing? I thought that was a BG song. Yeah. yeah, I know. His voice reminded me of, I believe in a thing Yes. Like, uh, like the darkness meets... Um, the high you remember, you remember Micah? Sense. He sang that song, Grace Kelly. He's like semi-viral. It's that like, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be... It's like become a TikTok thing. But that was a song called Grace Kelly that he had okay. in the early aughts. It was really... I'm sure if I heard the song, I would know it. But, but it's a lot of that... Is that falsetto? That like... Kind of singing. He so. does a lot of that. So then the after the show title, um, Gonzo blows the trumpet and like this like white confetti stuff flies out of it. And he says, my teeth. <laughs> my teeth! As if he like blew the trumpet and his teeth were grinded up out of out the, 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 the mouth of the trumpet. I thought it was hilarious. I must have been distracted at that part. I watched this episode twice. When I watched it the second time, I had to rewind it because I'm like, That's what hilarious. the fuck just happened here? That is hilarious. And it's like a huge my mess teeth. of like white confetti Can you and try it to looks do like an impression of God. My teeth No. Okay, so <clears> then you need to put it in the edit. Oh, it'll be there. Okay. My teeth. My teeth. What do you think Gonzo's mom is like? Do you think he has a relationship with his mom? Gonzo's mom, I'm going to picture, has a beehive hairdo. I feel like he doesn't have a dad, though. No. I don't know if he ever had one. No, I don't. He was just like an immaculate conception. (laughs) Or test tube baby or something. His mom just decided she wanted a baby. Mm -hmm. She birthed him, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fully. Yeah. And he's a vaginal birth, so his... He wasn't a C-section baby. His microbiome is, like, intact. Okay. And you think that... I mean, you come out head first. You think his nose was like... Actually, maybe he is a C-section baby. Maybe his microbiome is like a little off. And that's why he is the way he is? Yeah, that's why he like has a taste for chicken. Mm-hmm. Well, the, he has... In the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit the Frog expresses his excitement to have Leo Sayer on the show. 
As it's not often you have some really good rock on, a rock then arrives to express his distaste in the fact. I like this. To which Kermit says, they've been taking the rocks for granted. It's like they created that rock for last week's bit, and they were like, we got this rock. You want to make a rock joke? We already made a rock. Yeah, because Leo Sarah was barely rocking. I, yeah. He was discoing. He was discoing. Yeah. Two different things, bro. Like, and not even like ELO, like disco rock. Mm -hmm. He was like, he was disco. Yeah. So that's where we start with, is with Leo dancing with Fletcher Bird and several other bird dancers to You Make Me Feel Like Dancing. Did you hate this? Because um, I felt like it was like Zubily Zoo characters. That I was going to say it reminded me of like BoJack Horseman. Oh, but like, like live birds action. in suits. Yeah, it was. I weird. thought it was cool, but he was dressed in seventies attire with he an eighties hairdo. He looks like Mork from Ork to me in this, like with these white bell bottoms yeah. and the red shirt and everything, and his his ridiculous like eighties fro. Like he's oh, like yeah. his hair looks like a solid unit. Oh, his hair is a solid unit. The Jerry curl that he has. Like, I, I don't even know what to call it. I found it really interesting. His whole all of his songs, his performances of songs at the very least. Like this one, I didn't know was his. I thought it was a you BG make song. Me feel like and dancing. when like the way he what do you call it? Like the way he performed it, it was interesting and fun. I thought all of his musical acts were really good. Oh no, he was he was a great performer. Like despite me not being interested in the songs or whatever. Yeah, and even I was like, why are you moving your body like this in some parts? But I was like, it is entertaining. I just am like curious, like where why? the inspiration came from. Yes, all of his. And then his when we bits. get to like this other bit, the next one is absolutely is bizarre. That the mime one. Yes. Yeah, the mime one. And then the third one is even weirder. Oh yeah. So I wonder there. if he was like the if he was the idea man behind these bits or not, or who came up with them. That like, I don't feel like we've had a musical act that had such good oh. segments also, as these. Deep cut. I don't think Frank was playing animal. No? Because I feel like I can tell when Frank is animal mm-hmm. because the way animals' movements are. And in this one, he was just like... So I do have a weird bit of trivia for you when we get to it about Frank performing in this episode. Really? Yes. So let's go to backstage. Backstage, Miss Piggy questions about the upcoming number, which Kermit explains will be for- performed by a girl singer. Miss Piggy <sighs> seems to be okay with this, after all. She is a woman singer. However, she then learns that the singer is also a pig. I have a note on this. Yeah. When she goes, tell me when she's performing. Go ahead. So, okay. Kermit then explains that it's nothing like Piggy. She's very young. Another girl pig singer? Yeah, but uh, but you're a woman. Forget that. Who cares? Yeah, but like like I say, she's nothing like you. I mean, uh, she's she's very young. What? She's just a kid. Uh, She's very inexperienced. Uh, She's just learning the business, Miss Piggy. Have some things to do. So then, yeah, here we go. Annie Sue, one of the Muppets' delightful little ladies of song, sings and tap dances to Carbon Paper. All right, two things. Go. She's dressed like Sherry Lewis. Tell me she's not. She kind of is. Yeah, I can't explain how she is, but she is. She looks like Sherry Lewis. She looks like Sherry Lewis. I think the hair, too. And then second, I have in my notes, Bish is a mess. Like She kind of is. Yeah. She was a mess. She Her performance sucked. You want to know why, I think? So, so Annie Sue, while voiced by Louise Gold, is actually being puppeteered by Frank Oz in this, dubbing the mouth for Annie Sue. Why couldn't she do her own puppet? She was still so new to the Aww. game, she didn't feel that she could sing and perform at the same time. 
Yeah. She thought that it would be. Is this your Frank Oz trivia? Yes. Oh, wait. She thought it would be too difficult. So Frank did I the puppeteering like purposely, for her. purposefully did it as like she was a fucking mess. So yeah, this is one of our first instances that we know of. And I, I gotta tell you. And have seen through. I don't even like this Annie Sue. No, it, it's it's just another one of those characters that's like created to like. Be an antagonist. Be an antagonist to Piggy. To Piggy. And like I have no have time enough. for that. She need this. It's... She definitely doesn't need it. All of this, like, and it's such a surprise to me that I'm, every time we have these things that I'm so sympathetic to Piggy, a character that I thought I couldn't stand until we started doing this, and I really feel so sympathetic for her. It, like, absolutely sucks the way that they keep, they don't challenge any other character like they do with her, to the point where when they did it once with Fozzie, it was like, that was it. They did it once, and I don't know if they're going to do it again, and even challenging Fozzie as a comedian they didn't really do that. Fozzie internalized all of that. It's kind of funny because my grandma actually brought up a point to me the other day when I was over there, over mm-hmm. in her house visiting. She's telling me that she's been watching the Carol Burnett show. Okay. And she was like, honestly, I can't believe the way that they joked about black people then. I can't believe they got away with that. Uh-huh. I mean, what were we thinking back then? That's incredible to hear. It really is. But I was just That like, she has the awareness now of like, whoa. Yeah, she was like basically like it's because I said I said it's cringy and she mm. said, Yeah. Yeah. It's cringy. So she was like, You should see what they do. I'm like, what the hell? Why did we think that was okay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And it's not just But I feel like it's the same with this. Like, why did we think it was okay to shit all over Piggy's character? And it's in this world where the Muppets are their own, they're different creatures, they're yeah, different they're species. they're men. So, like, you are treating Piggy as they're other XY. because she's a pig. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, she's yeah, a pig. but they pig, don't drink you know? like that. They don't. It's like she's a pig woman and... And his name is Hogthrob. Which that's I disgusting. I can't even think can't about him being called I can't hear that name Thob. without no. thinking about an actual penis in my head. <laughs> I can't. Especially because, like... Hog is like a euphemism. Yeah. And so throb, it's like, and throb. I'm like, oh God. God. It just reminds Disgusting. me of a boner. Like an actual one. An actual boner. <laughs> Backstage Kermit stops Annie Sue to tell her how terrific and wonderful she was. I just love that. Like after what all of our notes of how terrible she was. The nervous young singer, very pleased to hear Kermit praise her, kisses him on the cheek and runs off. This isn't even the worst part. Kermit, in an effort to make it up to Piggy, has set the stage so she can perform a dramatic rea- re- recitation. Sorry, recitation. 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 Is how you pronounce that word. <laughs> she always wanted to do. Piggy kisses him on the other cheek. All right. My notes for this is Frank Oz is the fucking puppet master. <laughs> He's Doubling the master down. of puppets. Master of puppets is Frank Oz on the way. So Miss Piggy recites William Wordsworth's The Daffodils. The way he moves her as a puppet is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. I I really liked this too. I mean, it was it was silly. It just ends with her like having kind of a sneezing fit, but when she gets backstage and she insists that someone put sneezing powder in the flowers yeah, and I... not like that she just had an allergic reaction. Piggy asks Kermit, what do you have to say for yourself? Kermit only sneezes. So then we move on to Leo with Animal on drums. So Leo is performing his song, The Show Must Go On. Is I Wait, who else sings The Show Must Go On? Queen? Let's see. The Show Must Go On. 
In an edited shot, Leo, as a mime, surprises Leo during the dance interlude. First of all, I didn't get this, and I was like, why? It was very weird. It was fucking creepy. And I- so this is a Leo Sayer song, written by Leo Sayer and David Courtney, released in 1973 on his album Silver Bird. Silver Bird. Silver Bird. It's Christmas time in the city. This was really weird. I hated that. And even weirder than like just the mime showing up was when he like was kind of wrapping up the song and he like does that turn and he is the mime and then he turns back. I was like, this is like I maybe would like this if I were in that phase or whatever. But like I, I just didn't like this and I couldn't imagine. Hang on, which phase? I don't know. Like, did you have a phase where you were like into mimes? No, but like maybe be like. Mm. Mm. high on drugs <laughs> if you were phased but like whoa man yeah maybe if i were phased not in a phase not if in a i phase, were phased i was phased. like whoa man look at that mime shift that but was really weird i didn't like it and i was like i can't imagine being like an at-home patron watching this show in the 70s and being like yeah like i think this is like entertaining mm-hmm. i'm like this is fucking creepy I can did- you imagine like what i imagine people to be like in the 70s is literally from that 70s show, like, Red, from that uh-huh. 70s show, like, watching Hanging it out with, down the street. Watching it with Kitty, his wife. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, like, they're, like, the, all the neighborhood kids are smoking weed in their yeah, basement. Yeah, and, like, being, and Red being like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And Kitty being like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I do. I like that picture of the two of them watching. <laughs> I can just picture him in, like, in an easy chair with, like, a beer in his hand. And yeah. he's like, what is this? What is this? Our UK spot, Gonzo sings, she was, what, Megan? I have in my notes, mime why, I forgot to say this, mime why. And then I also said, how come sometimes you can tell when somebody has a British accent when they sing, and then other people you can't tell? Okay, I don't understand that either. Like, Ozzy Osbourne, you can't even hear him. He's so unintelligible. And then think about Oasis. Uh-huh, and, and Blur. Yeah, Blur. Like, they sing with their accents. I got my head shaved. Yeah. By a jumbo jet. By a jumbo... I always it thought it was... It wasn't easy. But now then but it th- is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why sometimes they have... Or, or have it this one. I know this isn't Blur, but it's a singer from Blur, right? Um, heaven. The Gorillas. I don't know the words. Is and I don't know why I don't know the words. I'm happy, but not for long. <laughs> I'm stupid. I don't know. Anyway, but I have on my other notes, Gonzo singing to a bird. This seems like the UK spot. Mm-hmm. The Dickie bird. This is our UK spot. The Dickie bird sounds like a British something or other. It's some British shit. It definitely bird. is. Who? What is a Dickie bird? And please, Google Dickie bird, and I bet you in the US it's called something else. It's like... A yellow bird or something like that. But in the UK, it's called a dicky bird for some reason. This is my guess. Dicky bird, it simply just means a little bird. Oh, it's, my God. It says used by children to refer to a little bird. It's Cockney. Yeah, it is Cockney. Yeah. So the UK spot. I'll do this now that you're looking at your phone. The UK spot. Gonzo sings she was one of the early birds to a canary sitting on stage. Gonzo is joined by a group of other birds who, when Gonzo refers to himself as one of the worms, begins to peck him. Sorry. <laughs> when I hear the word dicky and peck, I don't know what to say. You have a lot of... I'm just thinking about penises like, now. Yeah. You, you really are. Mm-hmm. You just have like this... Mm-hmm. 
penises in my legs and my arms for you. Penises. Moving penises, on. Penises. Wait, are you doing, is that bandages by the Hot Hot Heat? A parody <laughs> Weird Al could only dream of doing. I should be friends with Weird Al. I'd probably make him more money. You think that you would help advance Weird oh, Al's career yes. with your phallic insertions? First of all, I make up songs all the live long day about my cats, about anything. Mm-hmm. So I think it's intrinsic to like my being yeah. to make parody songs. So my, you, my dad used to do on the answering machine. like. Oh my God, like George Costanza. Oh, so like I remember this one specific one, which was to the Bewitched theme song. Um, well, please. I, and... Um, no, I actually don't remember that one, but I remember he did do it. Um, but I also remember he used to go, Bewitched, bewitched, your mother is a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, he didn't do that in the answering machine. <laughs> I'm going to get my microbiome tested and it's going to come back and say that I'm oh a Oh my God, enough with the microbiome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one is going to give you a fecal transplant, Megan. I wish. If there's anyone out there with clear skin who wants to give me a fecal transplant, and also, like, you have to be extremely thin. Dr. Teeth shows up in Leo's dressing room to compliment him on the last number. Leo mentions that the song didn't follow the arrangements that he had sent the band. Dr. Teeth! Dr. Teeth then explains that Animal ate them. Cheesecake. When Animal gets anything, he either eats it or hits it. No third alternative. When Leo requests to meet Animal, he is warned to stand behind the white line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I have to stand behind ah, the line? Because that's how far his chain reaches. It's so weird. Like, Leo's body type is, like, his chest is, like, almost concave to me. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. he's not, he, like, has no upper body muscles. It's weird. He has, like, a weird, no, I'm not, I'm not body shaming him. Sounds like you are. I, okay, I'm going to take it back. <laughs> He looks like a woman. No, I'm kidding. A starstruck Annie, Stu- Annie Sue goes Annie to Stu. Miss Piggy. <laughs> you can't let me. No, I can't. Fumble. <laughs> a starstruck Annie Sue goes to Miss Piggy's dressing room. She cannot believe she's actually near her, close enough to touch her when Miss Piggy shoots her a threatening. She has look. little boobies. Annie Sue does have little boobies. <laughs> I wonder how how old Annie Sue is meant but I don't, to be. I don't. Like, I don't remember Piggy having boobies. Is she like in her early twenties to the Muppets all being in maybe their like thirties or something? I don't know. I would say Piggy's like twenty eight. Okay. And Annie like Sue, she, Piggy is probably like perpetually twenty nine. Yeah. You know, like she's never going to tell you she's Sue turning thirty. Is probably like eighteen. Yeah. Or seventeen with like a parental signature. Like Elvira. So she, Peggy's, Peggy, Jesus Christ, Annie Sue is a, is a minor, yeah. is what you're guessing. Yeah. I hated this next thing. I did not find it fun at all. Oh, I closed my book. Well, I don't know. Fozzie's comedy doing. act. Fozzie Bear performs a memory act with the help of Annie Sue. Unfortunately, he forgets his entire act. Eventually, he figures it out. I didn't like it, but I liked the last punchline where it was like, he's bear. The like, he's wearing a bow tie. And a little I hat. Can't stand her voice. And then Fozzie's like, it sounds like he's bare. Yeah. And she was, yeah, he is. And then the next part I hate even more. This backstage? Yeah, I, hate, I fucking hate the backstage. Fozzie talks with Kermit about, Kermit about his embarrassment that he forgot his act. Kermit assures Fozzie that they loved the assistant, but he's already forgotten who that was. Annie Sue believes she didn't do much for Fozzie's act, but Kermit tells her that she was, has actually saved it. 
He then gives her a kiss on the cheek. Fucking, this is so Jim He's and I'm his He's then victim dates. of an aerial attack from Miss Piggy. This was Jim cheating on Jane out the wazoo. Yeah. With, at the Waz. With her watching from the balcony, too. But Jane would have... Jane just looks the other way. I'm like, all right, Jim. It's curious to me that maybe you're right. Jane was way more patient with him than Miss Piggy is. And I don't think that any of the other guys thought it was cool what he was doing either. I don't think so either because it sounds like the way that... um, What is the guy's name who wrote that book? Brian... Brian J. Jones. It, he does make it seem like everyone's kind of like, yeah... Yeah, like oh great, there's a new secretary for Fra- for yeah, Jim like to like. Yeah, like that. It was kind of annoying. Yeah, everybody like, ugh, not again. Yeah, it was like a- well, because it also sounded like when he would, you know, in some instances when he They're would like replaceable. date one of those. Yes, they then yeah left. Now we have to get a new assistant because Jim, you know, either broke her heart or scared her away, or now she really shouldn't be our assistant because she's with him, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that that, you know, must get very tiring to have to it see. It must have been weird to, like, for Jane to be with that Marianne at the funeral, too. Right? Yeah, like, we with, both And all her him. children. And, yeah, and, like, to just, yeah. It's awkward. Leo performs When I Need You from a tree while being menaced by Billy the Bear from below. The bear eventually arranges to have Crazy Harry blow up the tree, knocking it down to his level. And the other woodland animals join Leo in finishing the song. The crazy Harry blowing it up was funny, but just before that, when like the beaver comes and he's going to try to chomp it, and then like a woodpecker that. comes and he's going to try to the peck swordfish. it. swordfish, and then yeah, yeah, the bear pulls out like a swordfish and he starts like I sawing love how at it. Kind of like sinister the bear looked. Uh huh. Yeah, he didn't. And look then he like... bit his foot. I like that too. Yeah, but this is bizarre. Why is he singing while holding on to a tree like that? But I that? love that they incorporate these woodland creatures. Like, this is so Emmett Otter. Like, this is like oh, yeah. the Emmett. Get the Emmett Otter p- Muppets out. For or sure. Or Puppets out or whatever. Yeah, take off the cute oh, little hat and not galoshes. To, like, jump back, but remember that one dancing bird? Not the humanistic dancing bird, the, but the one the, that was like the a full bird costume? Bird. Yeah. That didn't even look like a Muppet. No, it didn't. It looked like, I don't know. It looked like a fake Muppet. It made me wonder if maybe that was a part of an act that... Leo did or something? Yeah, it's like when you go to somewhere weird and they have, like, Green Monster instead yeah. of well, the Grouch or something. Have you ever seen the other, like, um, Shalom Sesame and those other Sesame Streets? Yeah. Where they have, like, their version of, like, I think that there's, like, a Peruvian Sesame Street that has, like, a big bird that's, like, a parrot or something. Oh, it looks, and it's, like, yeah. kind of big I've bird that's sort of I've only ever seen Shalom Sesame. I've never seen the other ones. And they have, like, their own version of some of the characters, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, not right. But that bird doesn't even, that bird looks like a mascot for a baseball team. Yeah. Like, not wearing his shirt. Yeah. He looks like the Philly fanatic or whatever with just a beak instead. Yuppie. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, my mother texted me. She was at... Um, she's in Lancaster and she was at some weird store and they had gritty Tervises. Oh my God. And she was like, do you need this? Yes. And I was like, I think so. Oh my God. You're going to get a gritty Tervis. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's like so stupid. I I'm like, I hate Philly, but. But no, oh well. but gritty is like, it doesn't matter how much you hate Philly because gritty is literally. He transcends. The best mascot ever. And every time that I think about Gritty and what an impact he's made on our, on humankind. Yeah. I'm reminded to look him up on Wikipedia. And that he's only about three years old. Oh my god, he's maybe four at this point. Amazing! I think Gritty is amazing. You know, he first like literally was revealed in September of 2018. 
You're kidding me. Doesn't it feel like he's always existed? I love him. He's the best. I absolutely love Gritty. Big fan. At closing, Miss Piggy tries to compliment Leo Sayre, but he's much more interested with meeting Annie This Sue. made me not like Leo Sayre, to be honest with you. Yeah. He, I didn't like this. And you know what? He did three musical acts that he, he nailed. He really did. But they... They shit on Piggy too much. And I have to tell you, this episode did not have enough Piggy sketches in it. No. There was no Pigs in Space. There was, there was no, no recurring sketches. Hospital. There was yeah. none of that shit. And that's so weird because we had been coming off of like at least two of them per episode. Mm-hmm. Where you were going to get a veterinarian but or... You know, you know what you did see in this episode? Kermit talking into the intercom. Yes. Yeah, Instead not just, just the speaker the inter- box. Yeah, the speaker box. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like... This episode was probably filmed before, like, last week's episode, but they, like, aired them at different times. Yeah, I don't know why we're being introduced to her in this episode, but she existed in the last one. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a cast member. Mm-hmm. I think that's really odd. I miss the uh, Dolores or whatever her name was. Yeah, we're Gladys. the... Are we, like, are we never going to see Gladys again? <gasps> and I love You know what Gladys. I liked about this episode, to be honest with you? What? There was no Scooter. No scooter, none Not at even all. One. Was Richard Hunt even? Yeah, he was. It says, "Oh, he he." Scooter was in like the fifteen seconds to curtain, but that's oh. nothing. Who cares? Oh yeah, he popped his head in. Yeah, yeah, that's his gig though. It doesn't matter. Did you yeah, see that's... that like Shakespeare? There's a Shakespeare bust or something in the background this time. Was there? Do you ever look? Do you like notice what he? Does? I don't think I really they notice change it the every things week. in there. They change it every week. I loved the bowling pins though, like the way that they fell and some of them broke yeah. when they fell. I know, I like that too. So all around this episode was fine. I hate this darling, is what I wrote in my notes. I don't like Annie Sue. No. No. Well, I wonder if we'll have to deal with her much coming forward. Because I don't really know if... I don't really know if she really hangs around like that, you know? Next week, we're going to be watching the Roy Clark episode. I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is either. I can tell you the premise to the episode. I guess maybe we'll see if we figure it out in here. Episode 303, Roy Clark. Fozzie Bear hears Kermit say the show is going country. So I guess that's a no. Country singer. Country singer. With guest Roy Clark. So he sends all the stagehands out to the country. Furious, Kermit makes Fozzie do all their work. Shift the scenery, open the curtains, and if anything goes wrong, Fozzie will be fired. American singer. Whoa, Kermit. Kermit is going to bring down the hammer on Fozzie in the next episode? Kermit needs to be canceled. Moments later, the theater catches on fire. Fozzie organizes a bucket brigade. And when Kermit demands an explanation, Fozzie gets the Swedish chef to explain. So yeah, next week we're going to watch the Roy Clark episode. Episode 303. He died in 2018, and he was born in 1933. These are all spoilers. And he was married to Barbara Joyce Rupert from 1960. 57 to 2018. Damn. Yeah. Rest in peace, King. Oh, he definitely had a hairpiece. Look at this. (laughs) Oh, goodness. That's such an unnatural color. I know. No one's hair is that color. It's the color of this couch that you're sitting on. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so join us next week as we watch the Roy Clark episode. Message us. Message us. Follow us on Instagram and, and, and Twitter at ITTWTM. Uh, I guess that's it. Boop, boop, be doo